Well, hello everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Tuesday, November 7th, 2023, and this is episode 562 of the Lots Project Podcast, where we're defying norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled Minimalism and Self-Sufficiency. They can't go hand in hand. And today I'll be chat about how my views on these two topics uh, and how they can relate have changed over the last few years as we've transitioned into moving and living into an RV. But I think this is also, um, I think it applies back to situation where we were on the homestead. If I was to go back to that, I would do it completely different after this this experience. But first, let's grab a cup of coffee, catch up on what's going on in the live chat, and we will dive into that topic in just a bit. Morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, Rewilder Life. How are we doing? Making keto mug bread. Interesting interesting keto mug bread wonder what is in that you'll have to uh, share the recipe in the telegram group morning mike philippine nomad jim how we doing hunter over on twitch cormac good morning good afternoon i guess is it afternoon where you are right now um loco's birthday is today minimalism timely topic for my birthday today happy birthday mike happy happy birthday i hope everything is going good i Guessing you are uh, coming in there right about uh, 47, say 47, and good morning, Digger. How are you today? Oh, man, it is, um, it's a better morning. It's a better morning. The second day of, um, the second day of daylight savings, I guess it would be the third day third day i guess it's overnight saturday into sunday but um saturday into sunday but you wake up sunday you don't really know what's going on uh all of my devices actually changed except the truck i think and i still haven't done that but uh, wake up in the morning and ask Corey, did the clocks change what time is it what uh what time is it uh right now uh, did they all change did only some of them change i remember when uh, cell phones used to not change uh, that's how old i am and then uh, you'd have to figure out what clock was right so you could always go out to the vehicle and check that but now i guess with satellite radio and all of that that must change um, along with that <laughs> logo says he's a young four seven plus ten that's i mean that's a way to think about it just uh you drop off the plus ten you tail off when you say it i'm 47 plus 10 <laughs> good morning good morning hanging laundry hanging laundry the recipe is in the i believe she just popped it in the telegram chat um yeah let me grab the link here i can get it in the comments now because uh i am i guess i'm the only one that can post a link in comments on youtube but there is a link for the keto mug bread that uh, that Rachel was talking about this morning. Uh, good morning, by the way, Hanging Laundry. Hope everything is going well with you. Uh, Hunter said, so my vote is for evening sun because I can't see crap all in the forge. Yeah, the, the after... Um, the afternoon getting dark is i don't like it i don't i don't i don't necessarily care for it um yeah uh so cory works late well late uh till 4 30. now it's late it's like sunset didn't we figure sunset right now is like five um last sunset was like a little after five and last light was later 5 30 ish mm -hmm. Uh, and it's only going to get, um, it's only going to get earlier here for the next uh, month and a half or so till the, till the equinox or the solstice, excuse me. And, um, so she gets done at four 30 and we take the dogs for a half an hour walk. And she's like, are we going to need flashlights and reflectors and things like that? Um, and I, I'm like, I don't think so. And then we looked up the times and they're like, it's not going to be long. It's not going to be long. By the time we're done with the walk, it'll be dark. And um, yeah, it was, it was, wasn't a few weeks ago when it was, was cold. We were, 
we were saying, man, I really wish the sun would come up earlier because uh, we really wanted the sun in the morning. Now we're getting the sun in the morning and uh, we're going to end up walking the dogs in the dark after work. So I don't know. I don't know. It's um, it's oh, <laughs> I hate it. I hate the shift. Uh, I, I felt all day yesterday and I don't know if it was mental just because I always get sick uh, with the time shift or what it was. But last night I just looked at Corey. I was like, are, are we getting sick again? Are we going to, are we going to get sick again with this crap? Uh, she's like, no, I feel fine. I'm like, oh, fine. Fine. It's just me. It's just me. Yeah. I'm never satisfied. I'm never satisfied, I guess. Yeah. I would rather, um, I think I would rather have the sun into the afternoon, but, uh, it is tough being an early riser in the in the summer when it stays light to like 9 30 10 10 30 at night and you go to bed at eight i mean i don't go to Corey goes to bed at eight um so in the summer it's really hard and uh to go to bed when you got another two hours of sunlight so mm, yeah, i don't know i don't know if they could just leave it alone and let it be what it is then it wouldn't matter you just adapt to what it is, but this constant shifting back and forth is the is the issue, I think. Um, Hanging Laundry says, looking back at 32 years in this house, mountains of stuff. Yeah, I couldn't do 32 years. I, I think five. We would get to five and be like, holy crap. Uh, then we do a purge and move and then come to find out that we need to do it again very soon after. So, um I guess what are we drinking today? I'm I'm really enjoying this Nicaraguan light that I uh, that I picked up from Brian in the coffee club C4 Coffee Club from Food Forest Farms, and uh, yeah, he's got some holiday specials coming up. I think he's posted some some not if not all of them. But yesterday in the group, he was asking he was thinking about making up a Thanksgiving special blend. And it sounds like he's going to be making a um, sounds like he's going to be making a twin pack, like a Thanksgiving and Christmas twin pack for a morning light roast, something to drink in the morning to get you going for the day, and then an evening decaf to have with that pumpkin pie or whatever you have after that huge meal. Uh, yeah, that would be cool. That would definitely be cool. I think it'd be a decent seller. And as a gift pack or something to bring to your family's Thanksgiving, I'm guessing here being the seventh, what is Thanksgiving this year? Early 23rd. I love having my scheduler wife um, when she's making schedules. I can always find out when the holidays are on what dates. And um, she's usually, she's usually working six weeks in the future, but she she saves my ass when I need to know when when certain dates are. The twenty third, I'm guessing up until I'll confirm with them today, but I'm guessing you're going to be able to order that up until probably the sixteenth or seventeenth uh, to get that in time for Thanksgiving and then Christmas. So it'll be uh, a little later than that, obviously uh, into December. But uh, yeah. Check out Food Forest Farms and check out the the awesome new blends he's going to be coming up with Twin Pack for Thanksgiving. If you're interested and it's not up on his site, definitely send him a message or get a hold of me and I will find out what's going on with that. Um, yesterday, I did a bunch of work on the Comfrey webpage and the Comfrey kind of tiered pricing. I've been I was going back and forth how to how to kind of lay that out. Um, we kicked off the business in a box last year. We had some trial farms that were going through, going through, getting set up, getting established, and um, and really starting to sell. We were getting some metrics on that. Didn't push it a whole lot. Um, once I figured out how to get my rootstock established other places, so I could continue with the side hustle after we hit the road. Um, it didn't, it didn't matter at that point. Like I got it out cycle. It, it, um, it takes some time to establish and grow before you can start harvesting it and, and have it grow back. So it just kind of waited out that time where it was growing back. We kept selling, 
uh, sold the roots on, on a normal schedule because normally in Minnesota, we'd be shutting down about now and then coming back up in the spring. Uh, I, I was able to find farms going all year round and get those orders out. So once um, once that, that was established, I kind of um, I had to, to dial back because all my established rootstock was in Minnesota and we didn't own that anymore. And then um, waiting for the other other rootstocks to get established and have enough to sell. So now we're picking back up again. We went over the summer, got busy, um, kind of relaunched it and uh, really didn't have the the effort into it that I wanted and finally came back around and thought about it and pounded out a tier level for the comfrey and the coaching. Um, there's both uh, uh, packages where you can get discounted roots and crowns, uh, custom orders to whatever property size you have and, and your goals with it. Uh, the first package will come with just tips and tricks and uh, guidance on growing the plant, how to, how to, where to, um, how to get it started, how to take care of it, and then um, how to harvest it, where, uh, when to harvest the leaves, how far to cut them back, and just all the, all the stuff that you could look up. Uh, but it's easier to have a couple video chats and for me to tell you in person. And then the the higher end package gets all of that plus uh, some business coaching on setting up your side hustle with Comfrey, uh, all the different products that uh, that I've explored where I've where I've promoted them and uh, and the like like that. So got all that up on the website. Got a couple new products listed in uh, in the shop. And so yeah, that was a busy day for sure. Um, <laughs> Pip, Pip, good morning, Pip. Uh, everybody, I hope you've been checking out Pip's Lots of History over on uh, over on his YouTube channel every morning. I think about an hour or was it two hours before? I can't catch it live. I, uh, I catch the replay. But uh, over on YouTube, he's been doing the Lots of History. And he said, Loco, it's about the 10-year anniversary of one of the worst storms in the Philippines. Uh, he saw that while he was doing the history. Um, Backwoods Butcher, good morning. Apologizing for being late because he's editing a TikTok video. Uh, the brand, the brand new TikTok uh, star, Backwoods Butcher, uh, did his first live on TikTok yesterday. I was, uh, I watched, I, I watched Corey and I were watching some stuff together, and so I didn't have the volume on my phone, but I wanted to get him a little watch time and some likes. So I pulled it up. I had it sitting there, but it was on mute, so I have no idea what he was saying. Uh, I was just trying to be a good uh, co-creator and uh, get him some some view time and likes. And so I, I just sat there tapping my phone for a good 10, 15 minutes and got him, I think, a thousand, a thousand likes. I think a thousand I, I threw at him there. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's fun. Uh, if you've never watched TikTok Live, it gets... Um... <laughs> It gets interesting. Good morning, Chris Dixon. Uh, Chris Dixon. <laughs> I got here as soon as I wanted to. Had a boy. Had a boy. Um, and um, Pip says it's also the 311th day of 2023. So the music selection was uh, 311. Nice. Nice. My um, my first college dorm room was 311. Room 311. Um the name was the what was the name of the dorm oh man throwing way back uh spalding dorm Th room 311 spalding dorm uh university of buffalo was my uh, was my first address and in in college so yeah imagine that getting back and remembering that um let's see what else do i have on this coffee chat list oh 35,000 Satoshis on Friday, guys. If you are in the live audience, if you're hearing this on the audio replay, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, yeah, I'd love to give it away. I'd love to give it away on Friday. The thing is, we're going to need 20, 20 people, um, 20 people in the live chat to log in with the, the hashtag. Uh, whatever hashtag I come up with for Friday, uh, we're going to need 20. We've kind of uh, slowly increased um, the number of people required and also the amount that we give away. 
So last week was um, was a qualifying round of 15 people. We gave it away. Uh, Jim, uh, our winner, was nice enough to to donate that back in. We so we we started with the 15k in the pot from Jim, donated back in. We bumped up the the minimum amount to 20k, and we also bumped the minimum amount of entries to give it away to 20 people. So spread the word. Uh, spread the word. Friday morning, 6 a.m. Central. Between 6 and 7 Central, we'll be giving away 35,000 Satoshis. I know it's not a ton of cash right now, but uh, man, stack that away. Use it for some value for value. Hold on to it for a long time. Um, I don't know. Whatever whatever you prefer to do with it. But it um, it, uh, it is definitely, it's definitely worth, uh, I think, getting up a little early and checking out the show on, on Friday morning. So share it share it share it i will uh, i'll try to get the link up for it mid uh might be today depending on how today rolls out might be tomorrow but get that link up so i can start sharing it around so people can set reminders to get up and watch it and we do have um we do have some people that like to log in under multiple screen names i'd like to actually hit that 20 without uh without the quote unquote I don't want to call them cheaters. It's not really cheating, I don't think. But um, yeah, yeah, I'd like to hit that that twenty all on the own. We will see. We will see. Uh, Hanging laundry is wondering if Pip was in the Philippines. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, no. Uh, um, Mike, the Philippine nomad, is in the Philippines. Pip is uh, down in Florida. Oh, there it is. I'm in Florida. I'm in Orlando. Uh, all right. Well, let's get uh, get rolling here. Uh, move on to this uh, the topic of the day, which is self sufficiency and minimalism, and how much I struggled with kind of being okay with both. But uh, before that, if you're ready to up your self sufficiency game, I suggest that you head over and check out all the awesome webinar replays that Nicole Sauce from Living a Tree in Tennessee has available on her Podius site. It's uh, it's a site that she uses to record them, to uh, do them live, but there's also video replays available of all of them. She has everything from um, starting your, your smart homestead, canning, curing meat, uh, all sorts of different topics for the, for the homesteader, and then also beginner homestead bundle, um, and some planners, things like that. And also you can get digital passes, uh, digital replays for SRF. So if you were interested in all the, the presentations or speakers that we had at SRF and you're looking to see them, or if you were there, I guess, uh, I don't know the, the ins and outs of the details, but if you were a, a current ticket holder, it, it appears you can get, uh, SRF replay for half off so if you already had your ticket and you just want to watch it again if maybe you uh, circulated around did a lot of networking and didn't uh, catch the presentations you wanted uh, you can get that digital pass at half off uh, with uh, with a prior purchase of a ticket otherwise you can get the whole thing and I think it's like 95 bucks it's the same price as an actual ticket and then you get to watch the replays so Check that out. There is a link in the video notes and the, the audio notes if you want to check out what Nicole has to offer over there. If you do have a homestead, it is worth a click uh, just to see if there's something that you are interested in because there is a wide variety of stuff. And uh, Nicole does a good job on all her content. So I appreciate you checking it out. Um... <laughs> oh. All right, let's get on to it. So I decided to kind of go down this road as I was sitting here and 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 coming up with the general topics for the week and and um, minimalism came up and self-sufficiency came up back to back. And I I looked at them and I was like, okay. Why not both? Uh, the little Taco Bell girl, you know, the, the commercial, why not both? And um, good morning, Rachel. How are you doing? 
Good morning. Uh, you can you can comment during the safety meeting. I give you permission, uh, and uh, that should all be all that you need. Uh, but I saw self sufficiency and minimalism on the list, and they were back to back days. And I said, you know, why why can't I just talk about both? Because it's been an interesting transition. Um, it's been an interesting transition into RV life after being a quote unquote prepper, I guess not after being a prepper, we, we kind of still are always in that mindset. Once you, once you figure that out, always wondering, uh, and planning where that next, um, where, where all the resources come from, if shit hits the fan, you know? Uh, what are you going to do? It's why we all go to our homesteads and, and, and grow our own food, go down those lines. Um, but it's kind of, it, it's kind of, uh, morning, Jamie, how are you doing? It's kind of, um, seems counterintuitive to have the farm, have all the stuff, have the production of protein, have all the freezers, have everything and decide to leave it behind. Now, it wasn't that it was this grand experiment where I wanted to get rid of all my shit and see how if, how if I could do it. It was all about the weather. It was all about getting away from and escaping that weather. And part of it was just this transition into a minimalist lifestyle. When we decided to do it, it was in um, 2019, September of 2019. We all know what came around in in uh, November, December, January 2020, um, February 2020. You know, the world shut down. Uh, we were we were under the impression this may be why we were all prepping, and here I am firing up a plan to get rid of all my shit. <laughs> it tested our our willingness and our desire to get out of where we were at. I think there were multiple times along the road that Corey and I stopped, looked at each other and said, is this really, really what we we want to do? Is this really what we should do as we weren't going to the store during COVID because we didn't want to put masks on or we didn't want to go out in public? We weren't sure. You know, in the beginning, in the beginning, you're uneasy. I worked in the public. I worked in the nastiest places on the face of the earth at gas stations. I'm touching things that that hundreds of people a day touch. I was concerned. Um, quickly, quickly, I um, quickly I realized that it was a bad cold. That I was probably probably okay that it had significant impact on, on people that had prior health issues and, you know, just everything that came out about it. So quickly I realized that it was um, a, a ploy, a game plan or whatever, trying to still push forward with leaving the security of our, our homestead was, was difficult. I struggled with it a lot. Um, <laughs> hanging laundry says who knows where those hands have been yeah exactly exactly but in the end we knew we wanted to be out of minnesota and we needed to go find some place new um the adventure we're having i'd never traded in the world um and through through the whole process and hitting the road and it was probably after we hit the road that I really started started putting it together. I realized that being a minimalist doesn't necessarily preclude you from from being self sufficient. I guess self sufficiency. I had to look at it a different way. I had to. I had to. Um, I've had to realize that. Because, just because I don't have the meat in the freezer doesn't mean that I can't get it. 
doesn't mean that I don't have resources, that I don't have knowledge, that I don't have physical labor, that I don't have a network built and and uh, a community uh, that I'm building as far as I could travel. And even in, in the Philippines, if I happen to plop down there, I'm guessing I could probably scrounge around some things uh, and make some contacts because I'm, I'm pretty sure Phil... Philippine nomad. If I said, "Hey, uh, Loco Mike, uh, you guys know where Loco Mike is?" Uh, somebody's going to know how to find the guy. Um, as I realized that that those things, those intangible things, those things that I don't have to store, are actually pretty decent resources. I uh, I kind of started putting this together. Now. I'm not saying that it's ideal by any means. Not ideal. It isn't. Um, seven deep freezers on the property full of meat that you that you uh, produced on your farm. It's hard to replace. It's hard to replace. But but finding those connections, finding those resources, and then a list of other things I have here of why why and how you can look at minimalism and self-sufficiency in the same light and realize that uh, that one kind of spurs the other uh, or they they share they share some common threads I guess is a better way to put it so I'm gonna hit this list that I that I sat down and, and populated up <laughs> I love it I love it Chris Dixon's <laughs> Chris Dixon says that. Hey, you're you're from Canada. Do you know Jeff in Toronto? <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, hanging laundry seven seven freezers, not seventy seven deep freezers. <laughs> I think we had seven, didn't we? <laughs> Loco says, for sure, Filipinos are great networkers. Only two degrees of separation will get you to me. And that's what I kind of figured with uh, with with the Philippines there, Dixon. I know uh, I know Canada is um, is a little different. And I figured Loco has probably talked to more people on that island than I've talked to in my life. So MSU Rifle says he serves 70. Also, I had seven, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> freezers <laughs> anyway let's get to this list let's get to this list first thing on the list commonalities traits um less is more i think as a minimalist i i've, I've really come to the conclusion that um that less is more reducing your possessions realizing that the more you get out of your life physically and, and and mentally really if you once you start decluttering the the physical stuff as i look around here looking like i i really want to do another purge because it becomes addictive um and once you realize once you start getting rid of stuff and your mind clears up and you start uh and you start trying to get um trying to get everything, trying to get everything cleaned up, um, you, you realize less is more. Um, you, you, you learn how to make things work for multiple purposes. Um, everything has more than one purpose. When Corey and I were really paring down and, 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 and trying to get to our weight and space limits, with the truck and the camper when we we're when we we're downsizing from the homestead we always tried to figure out how things could have more than one purpose can you do that with everything not even close not even close it's just not something um oh my god sorry backwards says buddy just lost all seven of his freezers that's crazy um i uh I always try to think of what I could use items for more than one, more than one purpose, more than one place, try to standardize things. I think self-sufficiency, you, you want to do the same thing. 
tools, multiple purposes, um, multiple uses for everything make things more valuable. If you had to bug out, if you had to get out, um, bug out bag, disaster coming, whatever the reason, that that get home bag, that uh, 72 hour bag, the bug out bag, whatever you want to call it, it should probably have some things in there that are dual purpose. You know, maybe, uh, you know, a quick example, top of the head, uh, a tarp can be multiple things, multiple prop, uh, multiple purposes in that bug out bag. Get it in the bottom, in the in the bottom liner of the backpack. Um, and, uh, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, but multiple purses, purposes, less is more. When you can start using your brain to come up with different ways to use the things that you have, um, you can really make the most out of having less. And it really, it, it, it dives down that line between minimalism and self-sufficiency, uh, that, that mindset of less is more. Uh, sustainable living, sustainable living, obviously, um, being self-sufficient, sustainable living is, is the goal. I mean, you want to set your life up to, to sustain itself. You don't want, you want as few outside inputs as possible. So that is, that is just a, a driving goal. Minimalism, you kind of have to, you, you have to have sustainable, renewable things to, drop the amount of things you have. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> so growing your own food, you're, 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 if you have fresh food, here's one example. If you have fresh food, you, you have less refrigerator space. You have a smaller refrigerator. You have, you have, um, less storage space. If it's, if it's growing back, if you're growing it all, um, if, if you have to harvest and you have to store, that gets to be a tough problem. And that's, that's really the, the biggest difference. The biggest difference I've found in the, in, in the old self-sufficient lifestyle that I had and transitioning into this and trying to, to be okay with both of them together was the storage, the stores, um, not necessarily frivolous things. And I think a minimalist that ne isn't necessarily on the road, isn't necessarily a, a nomad, um, full-time RV living, you can be a minimalist and, and have a 35 acre homestead. You can be a minimalist and have a thousand acre homestead. Um, you just don't have all the shit. You just don't need to have all the shit with you. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily consider food stores, uh, preserving your harvest, things like that. I wouldn't consider it blowing you out of the minimalist ring. Uh, you don't you don't get your uh, card taken away or or whatever whatever uh, that that whole deal is. It um, I think I think that's okay. I don't write the rules. I don't write the rules. I don't physically have room for that stuff. I'm having to use other means to to do that to store food to to source reliable. Um, avenues to get my food if need be if the grocery store goes away if the prices um at the store supply chains break down anything goes like that having having that um having those sources to me is this is similar not the same by any means but similar to having those food stores on the farm when i had the room for it um Next, next on the list is appreciation for simplicity. Um, obviously, minimalists, you're going to appreciate the simplistic in life. Uh, the one or two really good books you have, the uh, the few, the few nice sweatshirts you have, uh, and and couple pairs of pants. You're going to not be be able to be distracted by all the junk and things you have 
to where you can look out the window and enjoy watching outdoors instead of enjoying watching one of the 400 movies you have. <laughs> I love it, Chris. Uh, Chris Dixon always weighing in with, uh, with a thoughtful comment. Uh, he says, you do write the rules. Uh, they're your rules. Everyone's life everyone's life and need and needs are different very true very very true and um jim says soylent green uh <laughs> we're getting back to the appreciation for the simplicity minimalism kind of lends itself to that um you really you really start appreciating uh the things around you the things that not necessarily, I don't want to say the things that aren't yours, but the things that are naturally there. I found myself when I got rid of a bunch of shit that I, I spent more time observing out, out in nature. Um, I spent more time contemplating things that I, um, <laughs> contemplated, uh, just thoughts, uh, wondering about things. Because you do have less stuff to pick up and distract you. Uh, I've realized as we went along how attached I was to things and how much I, I realized I can get rid of things. And I think enjoying the simplicity is a real benefit to the self-sufficient. Um, it just means you need less. It really means you need... If being self-sufficient means you are providing everything for yourself, um, having less to provide, having having more focus on the few things you have, can and enjoying the simplicity of life and uh, just um, appreciating having less and doing more with less is is definitely an advantage. It. Um, it makes things go a lot smoother. Um, gingerbread farms says soil and green taste different from person to person. That's why they do. Uh, that's why they do large batch batch mixes. They try to get an a, an aggregate an aggregate overall uh, flavor from enough mixes uh, that the the individual tastes are separated out. Or they're all blended together, excuse me. <laughs> Jim says grass fed, grain fed, or chocolate fed. <laughs> oh man, man. Offgrim Ping says he's got one dress outfit for nice events. Yeah, so do I. Uh Corey and I, I think we we saved one outfit. Oh yeah, Corey saved a couple because of work, but uh, for personal side, we saved a funeral and wedding. No, we we decided we're not going to weddings anymore. Right? Corey, Corey and I aren't going to any more weddings. Uh, we got to a point where we said uh, weddings were done. Uh, we've been to enough, and uh, at this at this point in our life, uh, all our all our folks are old enough to uh, be married. Uh, so we saved funeral clothes. <laughs> this is like. Everything else, if I have to dress up to be there, I don't really need to be there. MSU Rifle says, kind of like blended whiskey. Yes, yes. Um... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Soylent Green is kind of like blended whiskey. We get enough of the chocolate-fed, the grain-fed, or the protein-fed um, uh, subjects and, and blend that flavor in together. Gingerbread Farm says, divorce a hoarder and you'll appreciate having less. Yes, 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 for sure. Um, another another uh, similarity between minimalism and, and self-sufficiency uh, is mindful consumption. Uh, simplicity kind of goes along with the simplicity, but mindful consumption uh, really goes... Oh man, they they both go to hand to hand. Self sufficiency. If you're trying to provide everything for yourself and you you stop and you slow down, um, you consume only what is really needed. Consume as in both eat or use as far as energy um, or 
just consumerism and buying stuff. If you're very mindful about doing it, you can really, um, really greatly, greatly reduce your inputs. Um, if you're, if you think through everything that you can produce yourself and whatever your situation is and, and dial back a lot of the things, mindfully look at your life and dial back the things that don't really matter and are produced by outside inputs, man, that makes your life so much easier. Minimalism. Yeah. You have to have mindful consumption. You don't have a lot of stuff. You don't have a lot of stuff. You have to mindfully think about what you're doing, what you're consuming, how you're consuming it, and what you're going to do with it after you have it. Um, Hanging Laundry says, I've had about enough with graduations. <laughs> yeah, man, I, uh, yeah, I, oh, baby showers, baby showers, <laughs> baby, Corey's over here going, baby showers. <laughs> baby showers and sprinkles yeah um sprinkles that was a new thing to me when i heard about that like i don't i don't know if you guys know but what a sprinkle is <laughs> i think it's a a second a second baby shower because you, you shouldn't have thrown away all the shit you got the first time um yeah i'm not sure why are we celebrating things people making decisions gingerbread says divorce is even more expensive yeah Weddings have gotten so stupid with the dec the decadence. 50K for a day is just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, weddings. So, oh, man, this is not a good subject to go down with me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I'm going to move, move along from that one. <laughs> Corey's over there grimacing. Um Dixon's Chris Dixon says the ceremonies we put ourselves through is ridiculous. Celebrating mediocrity, celebrating lack of birth control. <laughs> That's there's one for you. <laughs> Hanging laundry and sprinkles. Talk about a money grab. <laughs> um. Jim wants to ban weddings and Kyle. Oh no, that's, that's just a, that's a, uh, I think you should pull her out of school for that. Pull her out of school and, um, pull her out of school and in homeschooler. Backwoods Butcher says our daughter's school decided to do parent teacher conferences on opening day of rifle season. Going to be having some words with them. Yeah. Yeah. Gingerbread farm diaper cakes. Yeah, the the diaper party. What was that? So that was like the male, the male uh baby shower was a diaper party. I had never heard of this. Like, I bought all my diapers. Like, why why are we why are we required to go to these things and just throw money at people for for existing? Like uh, like Chris said, mediocrity, celebrating mediocrity. I don't know. I don't know. And what happened? How did we end up having like seven bachelor parties and seven bachelorette parties for every wedding? I just, I, I talked to these people and I'm like, they're like, oh, I have my third bachelorette party in Vegas this weekend. I'm like, what? Why? 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 Pip says God created sex, priest created marriage, consumerism. Hey, Chris. Thanks for saying that word. I'm going to scroll way down my list and then we'll go back up. Um, minimalism and self-sufficiency also lend themselves to freedom from consumerism. Uh, both lifestyles challenge the consumerist culture we live in. Maybe that's why I'm having such a, such a meltdown about all this shit during this episode. is because I've been thinking about this for the last day and a half. We are allowed to break free from, from consumerism once we realize that we don't need all the shit as a minimalist. And as a self-sufficient, focused person, we realize that all the shit goes away when stuff goes bad. When we want to take care of ourselves and we have to source everything, we have to work for it. It's not just walking to the store 
driving to the store or whatever, how we get to the store um, to buy stuff. Like the new iPad, we're not going to be able to go get it. We're going to have to find ourselves some, some Chinese factory somewhere and get them to make us one. It's a lot harder. We realize that we can break free from that. And once you do, from either direction, from the self-sufficient standpoint or from the minimalist standpoint, your life changes significantly. You walk through the store and you go, junk, 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 junk. Uh, it goes back to last week when I was talking about the mainstream media. It's all tied together. You know why we want to buy everything in the store? Because we constantly hear how much we need it, how great the new brand new uh, tiddly wink, uh, dipsy do gadget is. I was going to the store and buying shit that I didn't even have ever, I didn't even ever think about before. I'd only subconsciously saw it on TV on a commercial over and over and over. And then when I saw it in person, I put my hands on it. I was like, I have to have this. I don't know why I have to have it. Stop watching TV, break free of consumerism, give minimalism a little chance purge all your shit you can buy more you bought it the first time don't say oh it's just wasting money throw it away yeah you'll buy it again because if you don't buy that just buy more shit until you realize that you don't need it um sorry guys <laughs> Backwoods Butcher, congrats on spreading your legs. Here's a diaper genie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, I just... Um... <laughs> These comments are fantastic. <laughs> oh, Backwood says, that's the oldest you've ever sounded. Hanging Laundry adds uh, to the chat for posterity. Tiddly wink, dipsy do gadget. And Chris Dixon says, old man yells at the clouds. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> I don't think it necessarily has to do with being old. I think it has to do with realizing we don't need all this crap in our life. And it's just, uh, it's been weighing on me. Oh, I guess it is has to do with for being old. It's just been weighing on me for so long in my subconscious. And now it's coming out and it's spilling out during the show. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> oh, We're not that drunk. Oh, so freedom from consumerism when you don't need a lot of shit as a minimalist or you realize that if need be, if the the shit hits the fan like you like, I have to assume that that the majority of self-sufficient people are in that mindset because they feel like they might have to utilize these skills in the long run. Um, maybe not. Maybe not. I think at this point myself. I've gotten to a point. Bye, Rachel. Thanks for joining. I appreciate you coming back again. <laughs> um, I, I think at this point, I've gotten to uh, a stage where I don't care what happens. I don't care if the world falls apart. I don't care if I have to take care of myself. I don't care if I have to figure it out. Um, I've figured out how to do shit the hardest way possible. Had my I had my homestead. I uh, I worked full time. Corey worked full time. We went full blast on the homestead. Uh, we did it harder than we probably needed to. Way harder on ourselves. Uh, we decided to move into a camper and live a, a nomadic lifestyle. That's hard enough as it is. Yeah, we threw on uh, three Saint Bernards in it with us. We somehow find the hardest way to do things. Uh, which makes moving forward easier. Right now, our plans are to... Um... <laughs> Dixon says, that's right. You don't have to call yourself a minimalist. Just stop buying stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but man, my goal right now is to get down to less. Like it's it's really spurred me into a uh, into a zone where I'm starting to look at things and go, yeah, just throw it away. I, I, it just is. But as Corey and I's adventure is going on here, we're really we're really starting to focus on what we want to do next. Uh, we understand this isn't what we're doing forever. Uh, and I've talked about it on the show before, kind of our plans. And it really, it really comes full circle with the self-sufficiency and the minimalism is we want one, two, three, however many small parcels we can find that we can put up small self-sufficient living situations for ourselves. Is it ideal to uh, not be there full time? Is it ideal to not have a full blown homestead? No, probably not. In a, in a self sufficiency, in a in a, a full self sufficiency mindset, but it's not because I think the world's going to end. Will it? Maybe. Uh, won't it? I don't know. I've been thinking it's going to happen for quite some time now. It just keeps keeps getting worse. But you know, you hear a lot you go back and you think well this is it this is it this is it you keep saying well this is the 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 one that's going to put us over we're going to launch the bomb now uh the financial crisis is just around the corner and will it happen probably when will it happen i don't know do i have enough time to prepare i don't know will i will i survive yeah will i make it happen yeah. Will I figure it out? Yeah. Will it be shitty? Probably. Does it have to be shitty? Probably. If all the shit that you're preparing for is going to happen, it's going to suck. I don't care. I don't care how prepared you are. It's going to suck. It's going to change your life. I don't know. Is it worth worrying about? Or is it just worth getting through when it happens? Kyle says, God, I hope it's soon. I'm done with the rules. I don't know. I don't know. The rules will still be there. I'm pretty sure. All the guys that are just going to steal all the shit. I love those guys. The the tad, the the kitted up guys. They're like, I don't need to store anything. I don't need to figure anything out. I'm just going to steal everybody's shit. <laughs> you do realize that there's still going to be like law enforcement, military, whatever whatever and it's going to be worse it's going to be worse you're going to be shot killed dead jail whatever you're going away <laughs> gingerbread farm says you got it just stop following the rules kyle not all of them just some of them there's ones you can follow there's ones that you can avoid just find your situation and go with it um but the minimalism and and where I was going to wrap this up, the minimalism is really the focus on how we're going to be self-sufficient as we move forward. As we're willing to go and live in the woods in a, in an off-grid cabin that we build by ourselves, by hand, carrying, carrying materials in, or, um, you know, the fact that I looked at Corey the other day and I said, what do you think about like 16 by 16 main room, a couple eight by eight bedrooms and an outhouse? And my wife was like, that sounds great. <laughs> Ask your wife if she's down with under 500 square foot of living space. Hey, Kyle, <laughs> anybody, are you, are you okay with that? Because that's like an upgrade from what we got right now. And it wasn't because we got put in a shitty situation. It's because we chose to do this. And I enjoy it. I'm not complaining about our situation. I'm saying that we've really tempered ourselves to 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 we've we've tempered and experienced ourselves to understand what really makes it okay, what makes us happy. <laughs> Off-grid ping says 
hers said she was uh she she was okay with it we saw how that worked <laughs> and he said it was her idea to begin with hey don't be don't be pulling that shit with me okay <laughs> he just gave me a look oh you guys uh we need to get a secondary camera on the faces she makes when I talk to her during the show. But I don't know. I don't know. I think these things go really hand in hand. I think, I think experiencing one and like Chris said, it doesn't, you don't need to call yourself a minimalist. You don't need to, uh, you don't need to study it. You don't need to go watch videos on it. You don't need to learn how to do it. You just need to start getting rid of shit, evaluating everything you pick up in your life. And, and and saying, do I really need this? Does this bring any value to my life? Not the value you spent on it, not the value you paid for it. Does it bring any value today and moving forward? Backwoods Butcher says the Corey cam. <laughs> She's just shaking her head no, so it's not gonna happen, guys. It's not gonna happen. Um he upgraded to Corey's cool cam with K's, KKK. Oh, no, no. Anyway, just just start thinking about it, guys, and start thinking about that self-sufficient lifestyle and what it really means, providing things for yourself, relying on yourself, self-reliance, self-sufficiency go in hand in hand. Be able to justify everything you have in your life to yourself. You don't need to justify it to anybody else. It's a personal thing or your partner if you're with someone. But really go through and justify the things that you have to yourself. Consider it and say, is this something I can provide for myself? Is this something that I can make my, for myself? Can I procure this through non, non-traditional supply chains? Can I find it from my neighbor? Can I uh, can I get it from the farmer down the road? Does it um, does it matter in my life? And if it doesn't, get rid of it. Gingerbread Farm says I'm pretty happy with the stuff in my backpack. Yeah, man. As you as you really. As you really hone down and and declutter and get rid of the things, you really start to appreciate what you what you have. The things that you have become more valuable to you, and the people around you become more valuable to you because you realize that those are the things that that really matter. You can replace stuff, so. That's what I got for today, guys. That's what I got. Um, tomorrow, we're talking hip camp. We're talking campsites. We're talking um, how to book them. I'm going to hit some of the major ones with the with the major campgrounds, things like that. But I'm going to focus more on peer-to-peer camping, uh, peer-to-peer sites, peer-to-peer um, renting, uh, free places to stay, uh, taking advantage of all those taxes you pay. Uh, maybe Chris Dixon will have to listen to a, a Canadian version of this episode. But uh, the taxes you pay in the U.S., use the national forest. Use the BLM lands, things like that. That's what I'm talking about tomorrow. Hip camp, what it is, how it works. And then we'll start exploring some other uh, online campsite booking sites that uh, that I've found. We, we pretty much uh, stick to hip camp if we're going to pay for a site. Um, but I have experience with others and I'm going to go through those lists. Uh, Dixon says, will it be in French? I can do the Canadian version in French and it will be a private, uh, pay only episode. It will be interesting because I, uh, I, as we all know, my pronunciation is fantastic. <laughs> Even with English, it's horrible. Can you imagine it with French? <laughs> Gingerbread says it's amazing what isn't worth carrying. My wife's worth carrying. I'd carry her wherever I had to. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. We're going to make it a great day. It's supposed to be in the 80s here in Tennessee today. 80s, yes, yes, 80s, guys. Uh, I don't know if you got snow on the ground where you're at, but it ain't going to be snowing here today. So uh, I hope you enjoy that cold weather. 
That's why we did all this and we got out of there. Hey, if you are interested in participating in the live comments, you can always join the live recording Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. Be sure to swing around for 35K, 35,000 Satoshi giveaway on Friday between 6 and 7 Central. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find links to all my social media services I offer, recommended products, and companies I'm affiliated with at thelotsproject.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. It's Tuesday. We will uh, we will catch back up with you on hump day. I can feel the sun.